What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Friday, July 19th. Hope all you guys have had a great week. Hope all you guys have an even better weekend. Relax, do what you got to do. Um, And man, I'm going to get it right into today's podcast, man. Today is kind of crazy. So if you don't know, Sierra Canyon is one of the top high schools in all of Southern California. We've had the Kardashians go there, you know, Kanye West be at their games, um, but they're mostly known for their basketball program. So their basketball program, they haven't necessarily been historically good, like in the 80s and the 90s, but they've recently been good from probably, I'd say like 2012. Um, their most relevant team, I'd say that really put them on the map, they had a team that consisted of Deval Ramsey, who is now currently the starting point guard at the University of um, Santa Barbara, excuse me, UCSB. They had Remy Martin, who is currently the starting point guard at Arizona State University. They had Ira Lee at a point who currently is a power forward at the University of Arizona, and that was one of their better teams. And they had Cody Riley, who was going to be a power forward at UCLA this upcoming season. So they produce top-tier basketball players, and that was one of their better teams. They've Since, since then, they've produced players like Marvin Bagley Jr., who now plays for the Sacramento Kings, Recently, was drafted last year. They've had, last season, they had Cassius Stanley, who was headed to play for Coach K at Duke. He will be a true freshman. They had Scottie Pippen Jr., who was headed to play for Coach Jerry Stackhouse at Vanderbilt. And they've had Kenya Martin's son, KJ Martin Jr., who is now headed to play overseas in Australia, who was supposed to go and play with Scottie Pippen at Vanderbilt, but now he is headed to play overseas in Australia. And this year's team, who we're going to talk about throughout this podcast, to me is the most loaded team that they've ever had. And I really did not want to do this podcast today because it sounds like the craziest part about this is that they're not even finished. They still have one or two more potentially top tier players that they still want to land. But I decided to do this podcast anyway, just because they're so talented and so stacked. So I might as well do it. So let's start off with the roster. Um, we'll talk about the most recent players that they got last, but right now let's start off with LeBron James Jr. So we all know LeBron made the move from Cleveland to Los Angeles last year. He played his first season with the Lakers last summer. Or I mean, he, he moved from Cleveland, Ohio to Los Angeles, California, where I'm, where I'm currently at. And he decided to move his son, LeBron James Jr., to Sierra Canyon. At first, a lot of the speculation was that he was going to move him and play at Crossroads, which is a school located in Santa Monica. Shaq's uh, son, Sharif O'Neal, went there. Baron Davis, most notably, probably the best player to ever go there. And he was supposed to go there. But they decided to move him, and now he's going to Sierra Canyon. So Bronny James Jr., a.k.a. LeBron James Jr., Plays for LeBron's AAU team called Strive for Greatness, which is LeBron's saying, motto, pretty good saying. He pretty much is, right now I want to say he's about 6'2", maybe 6'3". He's only growing. I think by the time he gets out of high school, he'll probably be somewhere between 6'6", or 6'8". As you know, Either way, he could be taller than his dad for all we know. But right now I'd probably say he's about 6'3", 6'2"-ish. Um, and pretty much... Um, he's pretty much from Cleveland. He will be heading into his freshman season, so that means he will be in the class of 2023. Right now, he doesn't have any official offers, 
but because I don't think you're allowed to offer freshmen straight out of or in their first year of high school. I think you have to wait until they play the full season in high school. But pretty much once he does start getting offers, he's gonna the first offer he's probably gonna get is from Coach K and Duke. He's gonna have the Kentucky offer. He's gonna have the North Carolina offer because he's not that good right now. And that's not me hating on him. It's just a fact. But by the time he gets to, I think by the time, probably about this time in the two years, not even this, I'd probably say this time a year from now, Brownie's going to be as good a player to be able to really receive the Duke attention. Now, he's already official or unofficially visited Duke's campus. He went there, I believe, two summers ago with his AU team. They took a trip. They seen Zion practice. They seen the whole squad, and they seen the whole university. And so he's pretty much acclimated. Right now, though, his game, he's pretty much just an all-around do-it-all type of player. He hasn't really gotten that scoring mindset like his dad yet, his pops yet, but he does everything. He's a really, I'd say his best attribute right now is a, is his ability to shoot. He has a really good looking jumper, really good rotation, really good form, really good. Everything about his jumper, just mechanics wise, everything is good about his, his shot. But he can also really drop a dime. He can create for others. And so he's going to be a really good player for Sierra Kenny. So I'm excited to watch LeBron James Jr., a.k.a. Bronny in his first year at Sierra Canyon. Now, I'm going to go to some games. I'm not going to go to their home games because Chatsworth, where Sierra Canyon is located, is kind of far. But I know by the time the playoffs come, usually Sierra Canyon, when the playoffs come, they usually play a lot of teams in the L.A. area. So it's much closer and more convenient. So I'm going to definitely catch their playoff games for sure. But moving on, that's LeBron James Jr., who they first have. Then, at the same day, they announced that LeBron James Jr. will be transferring to Sierra Canyon. They also got Zaire Wade, who is the son of NBA legend himself, Dwayne Wade. So Zaire Wade, he's not as famous as his dad yet, but luckily his dad's career is finished and his career is just starting. Zaire Wade is from Chicago. He is in the class of 2020. He, he is heading into his senior year. He played his past three seasons at American Heritage High School in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where he was a really good player, and I believe he was their best player for all three of those seasons. Um, he's 6'2", point guard slash shooting guard. You could probably play him at both. I'd probably say he's best as a point guard because he has really good vision. I'd say that's his best attribute on the basketball floor is his passing. He is a really good passer. He's a really good lefty. He kind of plays weird just because he is a left-handed player, and left-handed players move differently than right-handed players, but he's still a really good player. And his dime dropping is probably his best attribute by far. I think he's a really elite passer, but he can shoot it. He can get to the rim. He can create his own bucket, and I think he's going to be a really good player. He has. He does not have a lot of offers as of right now. He played his travel ball with um, Each One Teach One, which is one of the best premier programs located in Florida. They produce players like Ben Simmons, Grayson Allen, um, and a couple other players down there. They've had a, a lot of really good players, but... Um, the few offers that he does have right now, he has been offered by the University of Rhode Island. He has been offered by DePaul, which is his hometown school. And he doesn't have an official visit, or excuse me, he doesn't have an official offer from my Michigan State Spartans, but he took an unofficial visit a couple years ago. And I don't think they, like I said, they did not offer him on the spot, but I think it was mostly just because Coach Dwayne Stevens, who was the assistant coach up at Michigan State, uh, used to coach Dwayne Wade. He was on the coaching staff at Marquette when D. Wade was up at Marquette under coach Tom Crean. And so they got a really good relationship. So I'm pretty sure that was mostly the reason that he was able to go up to Michigan State. But sadly, we did not shoot him the offer. I would like to see Zaire play because I think he's a really good player for my Spartans. So I would not mind it. But 
sadly, we did not give him an official offer. So he does only have Rhode Island and DePaul as of right now. But I do think before his senior season is over, he's going to get a few more offers. I do not doubt that at all. I think a lot of schools are sleeping on him right now, but he is definitely a Division One talent. So they need to stop sleeping and wake up. Um, and so that's Zaire Wade, Dwayne Wade's son, but he's more than Dwayne Wade's son. He's definitely building his own name throughout basketball. So be on the lookout for those two. Now, the other players that they have on this team, and they still have a lot of really good players. It's not no drop-off. All these players you can probably say are better than the two that I just named. So you have Zaire Williams. Zaire Williams is a 6'8 small forward who's from Lancaster, California. Shout out to the 6'6'1. I actually spent my senior year of high school up there in the Antelope Valley. Um, he is in the class of 2020 also, heading into his senior year. He has offers from North Carolina, Stanford, Arizona, Oregon, USC, Kentucky, interest. They haven't officially offered yet, but it sounded like they are in a minute. But a lot of people think that he, his recruitment is down to North Carolina and Stanford. And we all know if you have an offer from North Carolina in basketball, that means you're more than legit and you're more than likely going to be a pro player. And not only that, but a lot of people are comparing him to another person who is from the Antelope Valley, and that's Paul George. Zaire is a real bucket getter. He went to these past three years, I believe, he was at Notre Dame High School, which is located in Sherman Oaks, which is a, a really good basketball program out in Sherman Oaks. They got they produce a lot of players too. Not, a, not as much players as Sierra Canyon, but they produce a few players. Um, but Zaire, his junior season averaged 20, and this is the other Zaire. This is Zaire Williams, not Wade. They have two Zaires, so that's going to be confusing, but just remember the difference. They have two Zaires, and it's spelled differently, just a little differently. But Zaire Williams, his junior year in high school, he averaged 27 points per game. He almost averaged 30 points a game. And he was just an ultimate bucket getter. It's a real reason why he's compared to Paul George. And he is not only a consensus top 10 player in America from every single ranking website that there is when it comes to basketball rankings, but he is legit legit a pro prospect i think he's honestly the best pro prospect on the sierra canyon team and i'm honestly i think he's going to end up leading them in scoring just because of his ability to do whatever he wants he is an elite level scorer he played with the oakland soldiers who was one of the most famous aau travel ball teams of all time if you don't know lebron himself actually played for the oakland soldiers way back when he was in high school for, I believe, one season. And LeBron was all the way out in Ohio when somehow he got to play with the Oakland Soldiers. But they produced players like Stanley Johnson, Aaron Gordon, Ivan Rabb, who plays for the Memphis Grizzlies now. They produced a ton of players. And Zaire Williams is definitely next up. Um, I actually did watch Zaire Williams. I, I watched him throughout the summer, but I actually did just watch him. He played on Team USA's under-19 men's national excuse me national team that went to greece on the world cup team and they actually ended up winning gold they beat mali which is a country in west africa and they ended up winning gold and he was a really he did not play a lot for some reason because their coach uh, bruce weber who was the coach for kansas state didn't play him that much but he should have but he played a lot of favoritism but it is what it is he's still one of the best players in the nation. Go watch his highlights. He goes by the name of Zaire Williams. Zaire is spelled Z-I-A-I-R-E, Williams. He is one of the best players in the nation. It is legitimate comparisons to Paul George. He is really that good. People are saying he's 6'8", but honestly, from seeing him, and I've seen him in person once, he probably is about 6'9". I think he's still growing. So I think by the time he graduates, I think he'll be somewhere around 6'10". He has a skinny frame, so he needs to work on getting, you know, in the weight room and stuff like that. But, man, if he puts on 
you know, 10 to 15 pounds, it's a wrap. He's going to the NBA. He's destined for the NBA. He is that good of a talent. So that's Zaire Williams. Moving on. And he was just announced, actually, to go to Sierra Canyon yesterday. Um, so that was just an interesting thing. But moving on, you have Taron Frank. Taron Frank does not have the, shall I say, star um, power, I guess you can say, that the rest of these players have. But Taron Frank um, is a 6'8 power forward who's from L.A. He is in the class of 2020, which means he'll be going into a senior season this upcoming fall. He has offered from Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Oregon State, San Diego State, Vanderbilt, and TCU. So he has a lot of Pac-12 attention. I think he'll probably end up playing for one of the Pac-12 schools. But Taron Frank, I've actually liked watching his game. He did not play most of last season. I believe he had uh, some type of knee surgery with sideline for a majority of the season, of his junior season. But he's always been at Sierra Cannon, and he is tough. He is... He's going to be the player that he's not going to get a lot of love when it comes to like mixtapes and stuff like that. But he's that guy that keep, he's going to be the one that keeps this team together. Like the, a good comparison to him is going to be like Draymond Green or Andre Iguodala for the Warriors. He's going to be the guy that he does a lot of the little things. He's not going to get credit for a lot of the big things like, say, a game winning shot or scoring the ball at the time like that. But he's going to rebound. He's going to hustle hard for him. He's going to get some you know high flying dunks here and there. He's going to be the dude that you're just going to appreciate. You have to have a dude like this that's going to work hard consistently. And, Z and Taron Frank, excuse me, is that dude. He has offered from, like I stated, pretty much everywhere. He can go to school wherever he wants. Um, and I actually did watch him play, too. He played for Russell Westbrook's team, Why Not team, which is based out of L.A. They went to the Peach Jam Championship game where they lost by, I believe, two points, or I think one point, actually. And he was a big reason why they made it all the way to the championship game. And Taron Frank is just a flat-out winner. I think he's excited with this being his senior year. He's going to be a very important piece for the Sierra Canyon team. So, like I previously stated, remember his name because he's not going to have the glitz and the glamour of like the LeBron James Jr.'s, the Zaire Wade's, the Zaire Williams, but he's going to be probably the most important and consistent player on this team. That is Taron Frank, 6'8", small or power forward, shall I say. He can play the three or the four, really. You can really interchange him. He's a multidimensional player, so just be on the lookout for him. That's Taron Frank. And then last but not least, he was just officially announced to transfer all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, Norcross High School to Sierra Canyon in California, in Southern California. Goes by the name of Brandon Boston Jr. or just BJ Boston Jr. Brandon Boston Jr. is a 6'7 small forward from Pearl, Mississippi, but he ended up moving. I don't know when he did, but he ended up moving from Mississippi to Atlanta, Georgia. He played his high school ball, like I previously stated, at Norcross High School, which is a very famous high school in the Atlanta area for basketball. And he decided to make the move from all the way down in south in the south, Atlanta, all the way to SoCal at Sierra Canyon. He was just recently announced to transfer to make the move about an hour ago. He is in the class of 2020, which means he will be heading into his senior year also, like Taron Frank and Zaire Williams and Zaire Wade. He is... Like I said, like I stated, six seven small forward, six eight six seven small forward. His top five. He he announced his top five schools. I believe either at the end of this spring or early this summer. But he announced his top five is the University of Kentucky. Coach Calipari, the Wildcats. So we, you know he's legit if he has a Kentucky offer. Um, Duke. Coach K, Coach K offered him a while ago. Coach K has been on his radar for the longest. 
University of Florida, Mike White. We all know Mike White is a very good coach. Florida is definitely building a very, you know, they've always had a really good basketball program, but with Mike White being there, they've definitely took it, taken it up to another level. So that's a good look for him. And then the last two are the University of Auburn, who just came off a Final Four appearance, and the University of Oregon, Dana Altman, doing a really good job up in Eugene um, as he competes with his football team. But he's done a really good job in the basketball department. So that's his final five. Kentucky, Duke, Florida, Auburn, and Oregon is his final five. A lot of people are saying that he's going to end up going to Kentucky, but I'd say it's really a toss-up between Kentucky or Duke right now. I don't know which one is the favorite, but I definitely say those two schools, the main blue blood schools in Kentucky and Duke are the favorites to land him. And it's a reason he has those offers. He honestly reminds me of a high school Brandon Ingram. If you don't know Brandon Ingram, he played majority of his career with the Lakers. He now plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, and we're, we're actually wishing Brandon Ingram a speedy recovery. He's dealing with, I forgot what the exact injury is, but it's like blood clots, I believe, or something like that. It's, a, it's an inside job, whatever it was. But, you know, getting back to topic, Brandon Boston Jr., like I stated, is really Brandon Ingram 2.0, but I think he's honestly a much more explosive scorer, and I think he knows how to get a bucket a few more ways than Brandon Ingram does. His three-point sh shot is one of the most elite jumpers in the nation. His form is pretty. Like, I actually watch, like, enjoy watching him shoot because he, he has good rotation on the ball, good flick of the wrist, mechanics. Everything is just there with his jumper. But not only that, he's expanded his game in so much because when I first started watching him, he was just strictly a three-point shooter. But now he really knows how to break down his defender and get to the rim. The biggest thing for him, just like Zaire Williams and Zaire Wade and Bronny, for all of them really is just adding weight. That's going to be the biggest thing for them. For the next level, they just got to add weight. Obviously, you know, Bronny has a lot more time before he gets to college than the rest of these dudes who are heading into their senior years. But Brandon Boston is one of the most elite scorers in the nation. He's top 15, I believe, consensus when it comes to recruiting sites. And whatever college coach gets him is going to be happy because he is a difference maker. To me, he is an NBA player. And that rounds out the roster. But the crazy thing about it is, though, from what I'm hearing, it's sounding like Sierra Canyon has a possibility to get two more big-time players. So they're definitely not done yet. That's honestly the main reason why I did not want to really do this podcast. But I will update you guys once those new players come. So they still it sounds like they still have two more players that they're trying to get. Um, but we'll see if it happens. It might not happen. It might happen. We will see. It's still 50-50 right now. But honestly... This is one of the most loaded rosters I have ever seen in Southern California high school basketball history. And SoCal has had some really good teams. Since I've been alive, personally, myself, the teams that I've witnessed that have been great like this, we've had Kawhi's Riverside King team. We've had Long Beach Poly has been good for years to come. They've had a lot of good teams. I think their best team was Jordan Bell senior year. I forgot where Jordan Bell got traded to, but he won a couple rings with the Warriors the past couple seasons. Um, we've had Stanley Johnson's Modern Days team. Modern Day has, for since I've been, probably longer since than I've been alive, Modern Day has always had a good basketball program. You've had Jordan McLaughlin's Etiwanda program team. It's a lot of great basketball teams in Southern California historically. On paper, this team might be the best team I've ever seen. And actually, I forgot one player. Matter of fact, I still have one player that is on the roster. My bad for that, actually. He goes by the name of Amari Bailey. I, I completely forgot about him. Excuse me for forgetting about him. But Amari Bailey is a 6'4 shooting guard from Chicago, Illinois. He's in the class of 2022. 
That means he is heading into his sophomore season. He played his freshman season at Sierra Canyon um, alongside Scotty Pimpin Jr. and Kenyon Martin Jr. And he was a really good piece for them. He is from Chicago, like I previously stated, but I believe, I don't know when exactly he made the transition from Chicago all the way to SoCal, but um, I actually watched him play too. He's a lefty. He's kind of an interesting player. He doesn't really shoot the ball a lot, but he is very, very strong. He's probably the most built player on this team, and he's only a sophomore. He is very, very strong, very athletic. Doesn't really, he's not a really great shooter, but he can get to the rim at will. His game it definitely needs a lot to work on, but he's still young. Luckily, he's still young. He still has two, three more years of high school left, so he's very talented. I actually just watched him last month. He went to Brazil. He played with the um, FIBA under-16 team for Team USA, where they won gold in Brazil. He was a very big piece in winning that gold medal, and he was a very good player for them, and he looked really good. And coming back to Sierra Canyon for his sophomore year, um, he's going to be really good. He's not going to get, you know, most of the touches that he got last year, even though he wasn't even, you know, the number one. He was probably the number three option on last year's team, but he's probably going to sink a little bit more this year with all the talent that they have. But he's still a good player to have because he'll do the little things just like Terrence Frank. And a thing with Amari Bailey, his recruitment is kind of weird. In eighth grade, he actually committed to DePaul. I don't know why, but he committed to DePaul. He ended up decommitting. And then last year, his freshman year, he committed to UCLA. And then UCLA fired their head coach, Steve Alford. So he ended up decommitting. And now he is just completely decommitted. He is not committed to a school. So I don't know who was in his circle or who was in his ear and telling him to commit. But he just needs to relax. Wait until his junior or senior year to pick a school. Wait until it's the right time. Because right now it's just too early. But getting back to his play, I watched him majority of this summer he plays with Mac Irvin Fire who's probably the most historic one of the most historic travel ball teams of all time Mac Irvin Fire in Chicago they do a really good job developing players from Jabari Parker to you know they've had a lot of players they've you know they've had a lot of players Mac Irvin Fire has produced a lot of players and so um Zach Norvell who currently plays for the Lakers who just, just got drafted out of Gonzaga um but he, he played really good for the, um, the Macaron fight. He played on their 16U team, but I expect him to move up to their 17U team probably next year. But he looked really good. And so that's Sierra Canyon, man. They have a really good team. And like I said before, it's a great chance that they still are not done. Hence the reason why I did not really want to do this podcast. But it sounds like it's a good chance that they could get some other top players. They definitely need a big man. So I, I assume one of those players would have to be a big man because they need a shot blocker type. And so we'll see, but man, I forgot their coach's name, or I I think they actually no, I for, you know I don't know who their coach is actually now that I think about it, but he is a a very lucky man. He's not gonna have to do too hard of a job. The, the biggest thing for him is honestly just getting all this talent to focus and turn into a team. And I don't think it will be that hard because not necessarily saying that I know some of these players, but from what I've seen of these players, it doesn't really look like that these players are or have a whole bunch of drama or personality problems or just problems playing. This team should be really good. Honestly, it should probably be one of the best teams California has ever seen roster-wise. And I know I'm putting a lot of pressure on them, but with the talent that they have, they should definitely be in the hunt for a state championship ring easily. Easily they should get a section title or a Southern California title, they should definitely win their section. And it's a lot of good teams out there. You got teams like Damien. If you're not familiar with the Southern California area, Damien is located in um, 
um, excuse me, Laverne, which is about an hour east of Los Angeles. Um, and so we're going to see, man. I'm excited for this team. Like I previously stated, I would definitely be watching them somehow, some way. I got to go to a couple games live to see the show. But, you know, we've had some great teams in SoCal. I, 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 earlier, I forgot to mention, we've had Lonzo Ball in the, the year that Chino Hills went undefeated when all three of the Ball brothers were there. They had Onyeko Kongu, who's currently at USC, and they had Eli Scott, my boy, who's currently at LMU, Loyola Marymount University. So it's been some really good teams in SoCal, and this team legitimately has the roster and the players to get it done and be one of the best teams in SoCal history. But we shall see. It will definitely be interesting. The season starts, I believe the high school season starts in November, late November, early December. So it definitely should be really good and fun to watch man so with that being said as i said earlier sierra cannon is still not done supposedly they still have a couple players that they might be able to get if it happens i will definitely update you guys but with that being said man this has been another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast please continue to like comment subscribe rate review shout out to my family at nuts and bolts sports go check them out on twitter at nuts and bolts sports sp or nuts and it's just nuts and bolts uh, sports SP, yeah, go check them out. Do a really good job with podcasts and publishing articles and stuff like that on all sports. So go check out them. And yeah, man, just have a good weekend. Go to the movies. There's a lot of good movies come out. Um, and just relax. You know, stay out this heat. Do what you got to do, and just have a good weekend, man. So with that being said, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. One love, peace, and blessings. Gone.